Ladies and gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen. Podcasting. Podcasting from Sydney, Australia. This is the Primodcast. Independent, unfiltered, and uncensored. Beginning in three, two, one. John Bernard, how are you, man? Good, mate. Good, Primod. Thanks for thanks for getting me on. Finally happened. We're talking about it for probably about what twelve months now. Yeah, I know a few few hiccups, few um, few run-ins with the police, but I think we're we're all there. Both of us, I think we we'll just speak about it very briefly. How we're sort of following each other from very early on, and um, I think you went one way and you you done the the prediction videos. We're getting up every day yeah. and and predicting the numbers and. Um, I made that video that got me arrested for wearing a cop shirt. So it's um, <laughs> it's crazy, man. It's crazy. Yeah, no, I, I remember because um, I only I only jumped on you know TikTok. Uh, I've had Instagram for a while, but I jumped on TikTok what, like last April, and um, even you just like you know little like piece the cameras on things that were happening in Australia, like were funny takes, and you like making sense and stuff. Um, so I was on you like really early before um, before you kind of launched the, you know, Prime Mod official on, on Instagram. And then mm. when you kind of jumped on all platforms, especially especially during lockdown, man, like you resonated with a lot of people. So um, it, you got some good takes and, um, you know, people people are listening. Well, you know what? Do you know why I do it? I was only thinking about this last night. I occasionally do those funny takes on, on videos and I fuck around on reels a little bit and TikTok. And you know what? I do that for myself just as much as I do it for other people because it's been a very tough few years it really has and I think you need to try and find some you know something positive out of it and and I guess try to look at it in a different way because if you look at it the past two years it's very easy to get down and you know I mean not just me a lot of people but I mean I've lost my job middle of last year and um, very hard for me to get even back into the industry it's almost impossible for me to get back into it um because of the mandate so man if you let if you know if you could easily man many people message me and they're sort of at the end and they've had enough and it's it's sad to see and but again i get messages from those people thanking me uh for those videos and sort of making them laugh and and man the same thing for you i got a lot of people sending me your stuff non-stop and it's good to see that you know it's not much for us you know what i mean it doesn't take much but it can make a huge difference 100 percent. i mean especially like when we're in the thick of it during lockdown and, <clears throat> you know, I hope we don't, we don't have to go through anything like that again, mm. but um, you know, like people reaching out saying, you know, um, it's been through, through tough times, you know, you've, um, you've put a smile on my face or, you know, it's good to keep up the laughter because, you know, the last two years, especially for some people has been really rough, losing their jobs, losing their, you know, their incomes and livelihoods. So um, I, I mean, for, for what I do, I, I tr- like even before I was doing, you know, kind of stuff on lockdown or even politics in general. It was more just, you know, just making funny videos online, trying to, you know, get a reaction, get a laugh. And, um, you know, I have fun doing it. And I'm sure you, it's for you. Like you said, it's for yourself. I, I enjoy doing it. It's kind of what I want to do, you know, whether it's being in comedy or being, um, you know, a, a, being in media or presenting, like I, I kind of want to have that effect on people. So um, it's a step in the right direction kind of for, for both of us. Yeah, man, definitely. And it's something that will never get old. Like those, those little short clips, um, there are minute, man, back in the day, you used to have to make, you know, 10 to 20 minute videos on YouTube. 
uh, which take a lot more work than our little few minutes. Although yours are pretty decent. I mean, a lot of work goes into yours. And that video you put up the other day with Jared Hayden in the car, what the fuck? How'd you... I, I still can't work it out. <laughs> no, so what, what it was was like, uh, there's there's been a, like an article on it before, but about, oh, it was probably like 2019, man. The, the bloke, um, obviously, you know, had, had his run-ins with the law and um, he... Uh, I, he lived. He was coming out of the pub up the road for where I live, and I was just pulling in. Hmm. And he just taps on the window and goes, "Mate, can you drive me to Castle Police Station?" He like, "I'll give you a hundred bucks." And I was, I'm looking at, like this is fucking Dalian medalist Jared Hayne knocking on my window, very random. Like no one, had no, I, he wouldn't even know who I was at the time. And I'm like, "Yeah, mate, no worries. Jump in." And I had just picked up some food in the car, and he's getting stuck into it. And I end up driving him to the, the station. Um, you know, and he was, I think he was just coming off a bender. So he was, uh, he wasn't in the best state, but we had a bit of a laugh and he invited me back to his place. But that was obviously before everything had happened with, you know, his court cases and stuff. But because it's kind of topical, I put it up and it gets a reaction from people, gets people going, what's going on? So, um, yeah, that, that's what that video was. It's ha- I, I put it out twice, I think, when he first went in and, and now when he's just gone out. So, yeah, pretty funny. Oh, man, it was. I was, I was thinking, how the f- I didn't see the first one. So I'd say yeah. this one. So I'm thinking, the fuck is he? That's, you must be close for him to give you a quarter pick, <laughs> pick, pick him up when he walks out of jail. I was no, like, Shit. no, no, that wasn't the case. It's oh man, it's um. So you went. I said I, I was following you. I think even before, yeah, it was before you made those videos where you're getting up and predicting the numbers daily. Yeah. Um, have you revealed that yet? I don't, I don't even know whether you've spoken about it. Yeah, I kind of, I mean, I, I do like kind of podcasts here and there, or even when I was on like the morning shows and that. And even when people come up to me when I'm out and ask me, because I'm still known as kind of like the TikTok guy that, that predicted the numbers, but I still maintain to this day, uh, you know, that it was strictly my mathematical ability. And, and and it wasn't just me, it was a group, it was a collective of of our, you know, mathematical ability with my brothers and, and stuff like that. So we coined the KRU's probability theorem. And yeah, I mean, we had, we had a few run-ins with, you know, police coming to the house all the time with between that and the protests and to this day that you know still people still coming up and asking but we we just have to maintain that yeah it was just maths strict, strictly maths mate i know you should be putting that in a course and teaching others that formula yeah. it's effective it worked very well they, they even no, tried mate, to do it, a few it, things i remember they i think it was um brad hazard was saying that they've like they those doing that like they put out fake numbers or something didn't they in the New South Wales Health just to see if there's a leak or something, and they done all sorts of shit. Yeah, allegedly they they uh, they gave out a few different numbers to see if um if they could catch someone in there. I think it's gone to they went to extreme lengths to to catch some people. So I think some poor bastard possibly got sacked, but I didn't know I didn't know him or her. So Brad had they he weighed in on me. You know that's just hilarious to me in itself that they, some some you know bloke from from Bankstown's getting a feature in the in the daily press conference updates. It was crazy because I remember it was that you'd done that for a few days and then it was, I think, we on Cole and Jackie O, that you're on a few. What's that? Sorry, sorry, just jumped out. Sorry. Yeah. You're after um you done a few of those videos, then you're like Cole and Jackie O hit you up, I think. Was it them? There was a more another morning show on like Sunrise or Yeah, I mean, so how it worked, like their producers like will message you and then reach out to you. They really carry on like they're your best mates. So they're really trying to like um catch your guy fitzy and whipper reached out fitzy actually gave me a call when i was first doing it and made me uh asked me to ask me to jump on and then 
yeah, eventually Kyle and Jackie O. Um, and then it was like a handful of morning shows as well. But, um, you know, they, they, uh, those producers, you know, you can't really, you can't really trust them. They're really trying to, they're trying to catch you off guard, trying to, trying to get you on air, especially the radio ones where, you know, when you're not ready, oh, we're just going to put you through straight on. Like, um, but they're, they're pretty, it was pretty funny at the time, like just doing a, a round of media. Cause I, I work at nine to five too. So I was trying to get everything out early in the morning while I can and then jump on to work and people at work were freaking out. So it was pretty funny. Yeah, man, it was, you gotta be careful with them. You know, I had, when I was arrested for that TikTok video, um, as stupid as it was, man, I had, I think channel nine, someone from, she was a presenter, like I recognized her, um, sent me a mm. message on, on Instagram and she's like, um, oh, do you want to have a chat about it? And I'm like, how the fuck do you even know? Like, how, like, an hour, <laughs> like an hour after I got home from the police station. Yeah, yeah. They're, like, how the fuck do you even know that? It, it freaks you out. What, what ended up happening with you there? Like, it, did they, they came and arrested you for that. Yeah, man. So what happened was, um, I'm sure you've seen the video. It was, it was like quite obvious yeah. to anyone that I was just taking the piss. I wasn't being serious. Um, 100%. And I didn't expect it to go the way. Look, got like a million and a half, two million views in like a few days. It went crazy. And um, yeah. it took them a while. Like it took them probably a week or two weeks to actually show up at the house. And it was the Shit. proactive crime squad. And um, he come, he rocked, for whatever reason, he decided to knock on my door at 1.30 in the morning. So I think it's to be a pain in the ass, right? So knocked yeah. on the door and wanted to know if I had the, the shirt because they were mainly concerned about the uniform, right? And I explained the circumstances and it's not here and, you know, I didn't steal it, you know. Um, they were fine with that. Mm. And he's, man, they turned their body cam off. We're having a good chat for 15, 20 minutes, having a laugh and it was all sweet. And then a few days later, I was at work and the same guy called me on mobile. He goes, I need you to come into the cop shop. So straight away, I called my solicitor. I said, Fuck, what's going on? He said, oh, don't go mm. in. Um, unless you're under arrest. So ask them, call them and say, mate, I don't really want to discuss it any further um, unless I'm under arrest. And he goes, yeah, well, I'm not going to, you know, lie to you. As soon as you walk in, you'll be under arrest. I'm like, what the fuck? What for? Um, anyways, they charged Shit. me with um, impersonating a police officer and wearing a police uniform without being a police officer, which is virtually the same yeah. thing, really. Just a backup charge they chucked on there. Um, and man, it was very strange because it was almost like nobody took it seriously. Like it was like, they're laughing about it. Like they're not even taking it. Yeah. seriously. I was sitting in the fucking cell with the, with the door open for like two hours. Like yeah, they didn't yeah. even close the door on me. You know what I mean? Um, it's something that you could have got off with like a warning. Like, mate, it, I know you're taking the piss, but you can't, you can't be doing that. Yeah. And, and you know what, when he spoke to me the first time he said, it's, you know, there was like hundreds of calls to crime stoppers over it. Like people were calling up like hundreds of crime stopper calls. I'm thinking yeah. fuck, people have nothing better to do or what? And um, and then it was just a very weird experience. And um, I thought I was going to get dropped. I thought they're not going to bother taking me to court over this. It's ridiculous. And now they did. So it was um, adjourned a few times due to COVID. Um, and when I actually did get up there in front of the magistrate and um, my solicitor done a great job and got it dismissed on an 18-month good behaviour bond. So... Um, yeah, no conviction, sure. lucky because that's bro. To get a, I haven't got a criminal record, so to get a criminal record over yeah. that, and it looks bad, man. Like if, if you say so, what's your record? Impersonating a police officer straight away, they're going to think that I was out in the streets pulling people over, and you know it wasn't hundred percent, yeah, a TikTok video, but um, <laughs> it was crazy, man. It really was, and it was just in a show, you know, it really, I guess I didn't realize the games and the way they worked with the media. Like, so I had that Channel Nine journalist hit me up an hour after I got back from the cop shop. And then the next morning, like 7.30, bro, Channel 7 were out the front. 
of my house. Yeah. Well, how the fuck do these people they, know where I live? It's like they work in, in tangent because I mean I have a similar experience for, for when I um you know got, got served that for the the protest, which was you know fairly publicized and um you know it was kind of all over social media. It was um that rocked up to my house, you know, I, I was coming back from the park and um they handed me the documents and they got a cameraman with them, like as they're serving me. And I'm thinking, oh, this is just like police Cameron footage like or j- journalist or like journos, yeah. But uh, like, uh, it, it made out as if they were with the police. They didn't have any like credentials, or they didn't look like they were from a network or anything. Um, and then that footage that they were taking was the one that was used all over the news and all over, you know, um, you know, publications like News and Daily Mail and stuff. So it is just very strange to me that like that it was just very coordinated. That they were there, cameras were there while they were serving me. It was just looking like it was really just like a uh, to make an example kind of thing because they did it to a few other people too. Mm. I think it was mainly the ones on on social media. Yeah, and this, the same thing happened. And when I spoke to um, the journalist about it who messaged me because I actually responded to her and was like, "Oh, it's not really a story here. Fuck, it was just a funny video. I don't not much to say, you know." Um, yeah. And sh- and I said, "How the hell do you know? Like, how did you even find out? Like in an hour?" And um, she didn't really tell me. But she did suggest that the police media unit were involved. She suggested that um, that it's it's more for them, like for the police, because it was a thing where people were calling crime stoppers, like hundreds of people were calling crime stoppers. It was more yeah. everyone was sort of talking about it online, and the police, I guess, maybe felt like they looked a bit stupid. The fact that this guy is doing it, taking the piss, and they've done nothing about it. Um, that's what I yeah. gathered from it. Um, that's just my opinion, but. Um, and that's why the media were called in and I think just to get it on camera and put it on, same with you, put it on the news and, hey, look, we got this guy, you know, you can't escape us, you can't escape justice and that sort of thing, <laughs> which is what I yeah. assume was probably yeah. their intention. But it just seems odd that the police can give your, your address to the media. Like that doesn't seem right. Like it seems a bit illegal. Unethical. Yeah, mate, I wouldn't, I wouldn't put it, put it past uh, the police uh, over the last couple of years. They've done, done a lot of... Uh, dodge jobs but i don't know i mean we don't we don't have it as bad i mean you know canada's been put through the ringer at the moment and um you know i, I don't know the last two years man has really like kind of kind of blurred the lines and you know i, I just i don't like to delve into it too much i was kind of like taking the piss out of it that's mm-hmm. why you know i did like a lot of uh you know like when we were down when we we're in the the dumps with lockdown it was more just like you know i did a video of like law and order lockdown unit or monopoly lockdown mm. edition and um just shit like that man because some of the stuff that that we were doing like we we're going through and you look back on it now and there's been that many protests since and we're kind of desensitized to it but like some of the restrictions were so stupid and 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 for them to still be in is, is still pretty stupid like um you know that that five kilometer rule you know um where every day that we're in lockdown just felt like a week um just yeah, just shit like that, man. And uh, I don't, I don't have an opinion on it, but I just, you know, I, I think, you know, there's there's roles for people or like comedians to just weigh in on it and, and have a laugh with it at, at the very least. Yeah, I think that's that's probably the more important type of content it, it, throughout that period, because if you were to like the media do it, like you don't need any more fear, right? The media they, they do that very well. So hundred percent. It's like, well, what else can I do? Like, I, I want to speak. That's, that was my way of thinking. Like, I want to speak about it, but 
you know, because I'd say something and you get the, you're not a doctor. It's like, fuck, you'd have to be a doctor yeah. to read fucking a bit of paper with, with stats on it, right? Um, <laughs> so I was like, I just started doing that. And I started looking at the stats and, and putting that across in a different way. And then, again, taking the piss out of it because it, it, it's not hard. It's quite easy to take the piss out of it, right? Oh, they make it very easy. Very easy. Very easy. And <laughs> it's, um, I would Gladys copped it a lot <laughs> when, when, when she was in and um, Brad's still <laughs> copying it. And it, they, they make it so easy. <laughs> it's like you need to do something a bit different if you like, because they get upset. Like someone did the, um, someone submitted a, a positive test. Rat under, test, yeah, under, yeah, yeah. Under Brad's name, he was fuming. <laughs> like, have a laugh. Like it's, it's like that's that's what this country is like. Prior to this shit, like that was something that everyone would have a laugh at. Like it was just something that, as part of the culture, yeah. almost. But you can't now. You can't joke about that. And it's just a shame where we've gone in the. You know, the from where like growing up, you, you were you born in Sydney? Yeah, born in Sydney, yeah, born in Sydney. Yeah. So you'd know, man, what it was like growing up. Like it was just like you could get away with shit. The police weren't as anal about things, and you know, um, it was just a more unless you'd done something really bad or you really fucked up, you were left alone. Hundred percent, um, yeah. And I mean, like, for me, like I had never been in trouble with like the law or anything, and then like to think that, you know, making videos online or even just attending a protest i've never been to a protest in my life and and the consequences of that to be like you know have criminal charges put to you and you know possibly getting a you know conviction you know and having a criminal record is just like so foreign to me it's like it's crazy um and you don't you know you don't want that you know especially you know could halt you from traveling or just just you know could could look really bad and um it's just, it's just crazy. That's where we're at. And, and it's not just here. Like it's overseas. I can think with Rogan happening now as well. It's like the, there's a bit of change where people coming out and backing him a bit, especially like comedians, like, like Andrew Schulz now, like these comedians that like complied with everything, masks, vaccines, everything. And, you know, now all of a sudden, you know, cause it's been two plus years. Okay. Look, we've done everything you know, like, why are we, why are we still going? It's like, there's uh people in the mainstream now, mainstream comedians starting to kind of push back on it and start, start really delving into it a little bit. So I don't know, maybe, maybe it's, uh, it's definitely swinging. Yeah, it's definitely swinging. And, you know, I've, from day one, man, if I was to show you the, the messages from people I get, like the caliber and who they are, like um, musicians and athletes and, and it, it's incredible that they all agree and they're all on the same page, but you know, they, due to their contract or whatever it may be they can't speak out about it and i get that like i'm not mad at those people it is what it is but even those people at some point when it becomes so blatantly obvious that something's not right well we all, it's already obvious let's be honest about that but the more obvious it gets and the more you know the media are starting to pick now little holes in the government stories and when that happens on a on a mass scale worldwide and that's when we'll see some significant change i believe from those people in the public figures in the spotlight they'll start you know to be more comfortable i guess sharing their opinion um but oh, yeah man, so what was your charge for at because i don't even know what they would charge you for what was it yeah i mean i um i got one for obviously being outside the 5ks um uh on the day and then i got another one for not wearing a mask um and then the last charge is inciting um, the commissions of 
of crime, inciting or encouraging the commissions of crime, which uh, but it's just like, it's a bit ridiculous because and stuff like that, I wasn't really, you know, causing any harm. Um, kind of just looking at it from, you know, a kind of comedic kind of lens, uh, interviewing people in the crowd. And then, you know, one thing led to another. We got to the end, uh, I think, at town hall. And then someone's just gone, oh, TikTok guy, John, John Bernard, get up, maybe say something. Someone's hand me a mic. So I was, I was just coming to the back end of doing the prediction stuff. And I go, you know, I'm predicting there's over 50,000 people here today. And, you know, the crowd kind of went nuts. And, yeah, um, and I was just there. You know, I've had, like, family, you know, and my, my old man runs a small business who, that kind of went through, you know, the ringer through the last 18 months. And, um, you know, I've had, you know, friends that, you know, have had probably struggled with their mental health. So, you know, I was, I was happy to kind of be there. But I think the way the – the way it's been charged is that, you know, I was an organiser or, you know, I was encouraging people to commit crimes by breaking the, the Public Health Act. It's probably, it's, it's just pretty laughable. And I think it's got delayed like like yours a fair bit. And uh, I think it's it's supposed to be scheduled out in June. But, I mean, the way the kind of media portrays it is like, you know, if I, like, I'm lucky I, I had a job while while I was working because if, if you Google my name, it's like, you know, anti-lockdown protests at John Bernard. They're really trying to like, yeah. you know, probably, probably wouldn't be able to apply for another job. Um, and I, I almost did lose my job. And same for my brother for being there. Um, so it's just crazy that that's where it was at. But like, I, I don't, I don't regret going because you know it's um, it was uh, it was it was actually a pretty fun day. You know, seeing people that it was just normal people, regular people that were you know had just been had just had enough of like of the lockdown and um, particularly the lockdown and, and just how ridiculous it was getting. And, and it's, you know, hopefully we don't have to go through shit like that again. No, and look, the whole thing was ridiculous. The fact that you're like protesting isn't illegal. People need to understand that it's not illegal. And, you know, they can put in temporary measures like the, the health um, guidelines, which they have, but ultimately like that's not a criminal offense. Like, okay, maybe you can cop a fine, you know, if you're not wearing a mask, for example, uh, but that's not a criminal offence, in my opinion. You can't, yeah. like you. Can't, but you know, like, like you, like you, like I had that probably the week of while I was doing the numbers, and even before that, I was doing like, you know, like little sketches here and there. I went to like a Coles and did a sketch, and I was get, getting police coming to the house, and like I've I probably filmed it, never really put it up or anything like that, but. Um, of just saying, you know, we're getting heaps of crime stoppers calls. You're not wearing a mask and, you know, we just want to make sure everything's all good. And, and for that month post the project, police would come to the house every second day. It was kind of trying to like intimidate or making sure that I was complying and whatever. But like, it's just, it was kind of r- ridiculous. So that's where like Aussies aren't, aren't like that, where you're, you're dobbing in on your neighbors and, and for something so stupid, so petty, like not wearing a mask. And like, you know, people have their own personal circumstances or private health information they don't want to share online or with anyone i'm sure like you're big big on this too like so it's not you know uh, and, and it was all cleared up with the police prior and and stuff like that so it's just it's just it's just funny to me to be honest it's just, it's just stupid. yeah man as i i didn't even tell you this so after the first protest i think the one that you're in trouble for they come they started harassing you over that one the same guy that arrested me for the tiktok video rocked up at my front door and he's like shit um hey i just want to have a chat to you about your opinion that's what he said oh your opinions on social media that's what he said i said well, it's, it's illegal now to have an opinion or something what well, you know yeah goes, oh yeah. no man it's not illegal 
I said, well, with all due respect, what are you doing here? Like, I don't understand the purpose of your visit, you know? <laughs> and um, he's like, oh, no, look, let's get to it. Um, did you organize the protest? I said, no, mate. Yeah. I said, because to be honest, that particular, like, I was working. That's when I was still working. So I was at work. I didn't go to that, period. Yeah. Um, and I said, no, man. I said, um, I was at work. And uh, he goes, oh, did you know about it? I said, well, yeah. Like, it was everywhere. How can you not know about it? And, and then, so what, what happened was I did a, a video on like an Insta live with the guy that arranged it, that ended up getting locked up for it. Right? Okay. Yeah. 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 So at the, I was doing my own live and then all these comments were saying, Hey, this account, I can't remember whatever it was, um, wants you to jump on their live. And I'm like, fuck it. Why not? So I just jumped on there, had a quick chat to him. Nothing was said, nothing criminal, nothing malice. Um, and then as a result of that, they took like screenshots of that conversation and tried making out like I was somehow involved with him in organizing it and completely like, r- ridiculous, right? I'm like, you obviously didn't listen to the fucking the, the conversation we had. Otherwise, you'd know that nothing was discussed, you know? Um, and then, yeah, man, they're like, oh, do you know anyone involved? They're like asking me just to rat everyone out. I'm like, no, man. I said, I, you know more about it than what I would. What are you asking yeah, me? Yeah, you know? It's your job. I don't know that shit. Um, and that was it. They yeah. haven't bothered me since then. But to think that they can just rock up at your door. Well, my kids are home. Like, it's a bad look. I don't want my kids freaking out thinking their dad's in trouble. You know, it's not good. Yeah, I know. I mean, I, I, um, and as bad as like, you know, some coppers can be. And, and like you said, like, you know, you said you'd probably know more about it than me. I, I said the same thing is, but there, there's some coppers that are just meant, you know, I don't, I don't want to be doing this. This isn't like what I want to be doing. Just, uh, you know, answer the questions and then we can kind of just be on our way off like i kind of feel for those you know coppers that didn't really join the uh, the police force to enforce fucking mask fines you mm. know or like and shit like that and the same goes for journos because you know there's probably like scum of the earth journos at daily mail or mm. um you know news.com that you know just getting clickbait articles or just your your stereotypical clickbait journos but there's times so, that you know we're not all like that and um some of us enjoy your stuff so yeah it's just uh it's a weird time but i think like clickbait and you know controversy just dominates everything at the moment it does and look there's no issue with i don't think there's an issue in clickbait articles so long as it's completely factual it's when yeah. they've exaggerated parts of the story or when they've just thrown shit in there deliberately um knowing that it's not true um just for the just just to get clicks on it that's when it's oh, a problem mate. one of the funniest ones recently i pointed it out um to one of my brothers was they had that big canberra po- protest the other day where there was like obviously like a couple hundred thousand people there like it was packed mm. and they do the media does the old thing where they kind of you know undervalue how many people were there and yeah. i was just like reading the articles to just to see what they were reporting there was one article from abc they're like uh you know anti-mandate protests uh, force cancellation of Lifeline Library Book Fair event. Yes, like just I seen that. Trying to just like one of the stupidest things, just trying to get people to go. Oh, they're they're stopping people from you know, it, you know, going to a book fair. Like it just like stupid headlines like that. There's so many of those nowadays. It's, it's that's what funny. they do. That's what they do, and they try and like that's obviously trying to pull on people's heartstrings going oh look these inconsiderate inconsiderate anti-vaxxers decided that they're gonna fuck it up and because of them you know this book fair which was like to raise funds for mental health or something i believe as well so they've used all of Mm -hmm. that just gone you know they've they've blamed the, the the protesters and it's like well 
let's be honest. And then in the, under that, I'd say, yeah, but, you know, um, in Canberra, 98% of the population apparently in Canberra are double vaccinated, like 98%. I'm like, well, if that's yeah. the case, they shouldn't have to cancel any events, right? Why are they cancelling anything if that, you know, but they don't even realise what they're saying half the time. They just, obviously for clickbait and to undervalue, because I don't understand what they would gain from lying about that. Like if there's 200,000 people that they jump on and say 10,000, well, it's very fucking obvious to anyone that looks at an image from there that there's more than 10,000 people there. But yeah, they push it, I guess, to maybe downplay it uh, in terms of the, you know, the last thing they want is to, for people to realise that this many people are standing up and coming together. So ABC is funded by the government, let's be honest. So um, that doesn't surprise yeah. me at all. But it's been a crazy two years of articles and, and defamation. Man, the amount of... Uh, I'm lucky. For some reason, I've completely dodged it. I don't know why. Like really? there's a few things. Yeah, man. There's a few things on there, like um, pedestrian TV, when I shared the footage of that horse. Remember that? Where that guy pushed it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. King hit it? That one. Um, that's like it. I think it was pedestrian TV said that the only other source of information comes from a tinfoil hat wearing, fucking whatever they said. Um, so yeah, take it with yeah, a grain yeah. of salt. That's the only thing I've copped. I've copped nothing. And Mate, I, 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 I haven't copped it copped it too much i mean like yeah there was like oh you're the I'll, I'll still cop a bit of backlash comments from people you know saying oh you went to a lockdown protest yeah big deal like uh, i think like time's kind of like passed on that it was one of the first ones like emotions were pretty high but even like like most recently like that the, the telegraph put an article like top 10 most cancelled fucking um social media people oh, right? that. and and like it like who like you even? I think you commented on it. Like, who, who? Why are these guys the the arbiters of, of truth of like who gets to be cancelled or not? Like, mm. and if you see some of the reasoning for some people on there, it's like this is just stupid. Like for me, they put me at number three, and it was like he tended a anti-lockdown protest after predicting the numbers correctly for however many days. And then the guy after me, who's a comedian as well, was you know allegedly you know it's 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 so uh, stupid the way they kind of frame it. Or um, mm. but yeah, it's. And to the point of, of like, on, on the numbers, uh, like the crowd numbers, it, it, it does 500 people there. If you re- like agree that, yeah, there's 3,500 people there, we'll feed you, you'll believe. Like, that's what I mean. It, it's encouraging to see in America, uh, maybe maybe because due to Joe Rogan, and I'm not even a big Rogan fan, but I'm just saying, like, um, more and more people are going, okay, yeah, the media can get it wrong as well. You guys aren't just the, the main source of truth all the time. They get it wrong just mm. as much, whether it comes yeah. to stats or, or anything. Yeah, man, they get it wrong a lot. And that article that they put you in there at number three, like half of those people on that list are extremely successful. It's like the girl they had up there, I can't remember her name. I don't know what she like cried or something about Instagram removing their likes and or removing her likes. Oh, Michaela. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. She's like, as far as I know, she's cleaning up. Is she not making like ridiculous amounts of money? Yeah, she's a big on big on the OnlyFans. I think yeah, she does clean up. So if 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 I can make six mil while being cancelled or something like that, I'll probably take it. So yeah, um, she's got that boyfriend. Point, is, that, is, that the one, is that the one that has that boyfriend, that little fucking weasel? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, I can't deal with him. <laughs> yeah, no, hard to hard to watch some of the those stuff. But I mean, like you said, if um, I think it's more of a badge of honor now to to have that cancelled label or like edgy controversial because then otherwise what are you doing just just towing the line and and trying to be pc funny it's not 
it's you know who who are you pleasing like you know i i, I get uh, as controversial as i can be with with a take you know there's there's people agreeing with me in the comments there's, there's people that follow me there's people that follow you um so you know even if it's not a mass audience there's it is a it resonates with people so you know i mean I think I think the media or at least people that write those articles are pretty out of touch. Yeah, definitely. And and that's evident in, you know, not just my page, but there's many pages that the engagement is like so far superior to any of the mainstream media outlets. And they post like, as you said, their ridiculous headlines. Um, and it still doesn't draw the same engagement from their followers. And it shows you that there's a you gotta have an emotional connection and, and you know what every follower to me i wish i could like i'd love to know all of them by name and and because they're very important and you would know they're important right yeah they're not just numbers for me i really try and and look at it as, as a community rather than just you know a follower so well they haven't got that with their community it's very different and, and that's something that i'm very proud of, of of building that community around my page and and that shows in, in in engagement, that shows in podcast views, that shows in all those things. And it's because I care. I really do. Like every person mm. is important to me. Um, and it's the same thing that you do. You make content aimed like direct for your fans, exactly what you do for. Otherwise you wouldn't do it. So 100%. it's, or, or you maybe do something a little bit different, but there's a very fine line between, you know, saying something that's controversial. And then, as you said, towing the line, again it's hard to define because you can say something so outrageous but so long as it goes along with what you know ever the narrative whatever it may be about you're fine but if you say something oh, like a, an example probably not in australia but like uh you know on snl you got pete davidson uh you know having a go at kanye west on snl because he's mentally unstable telling him to take his meds or something like that. But because if I were to make that joke, I'm, I'm, you know, offending, uh, or any, you know, a, a comedian that isn't, you know, you know, in with SNL or, you know, shown his, his colors politically, um, went, went to, were to make that joke, you'd, you'd get bombarded uh, for offending people that are disabled or, you know, mentally handicapped or something. Cause he toes, he toes that, that line of, with the media, like, you know, uh, left comedy at this point, but like, um, that, that that's just one example that that's for me that's towing the line like you, they can get away with with things that that can be said but i mean like, like i said i don't like i don't like to kind of delve in like oh yeah i'm right or left or if something's stupid if if something deserves to have the piss taken out of like there shouldn't be a yeah you know political mm. uh you know ideology which you align with it's just like this is funny or it's not funny that that's how it should be that's right and it's like when that left and right thing is the same for me, I don't, I, I don't know even what I would be considered because something, I just speak about what I believe is, is, I guess normal, and anything that sort of differs from that, I'll take the piss out of it because for me it's funny, right? But exactly, I would never intentionally hurt another person's feelings ever. Like I wouldn't go out there and look at someone who may be, you know, different skin color, gay, whatever it may be, and like I'd never do that ever. Mm. Like I just be a good person. That's it. And if there's an event or an incident that you want to speak about and maybe give a funny take on that's different to me going out there and intentionally insulting somebody with like intending to hurt them. There's a big difference. And that's been lost where if you say anything and it offends somebody, they take it personal. And it's like, well, I'm not even talking to you. 
why are you offended over that? But yeah, that's the way the world is. And the minute that they decide that you're it, like we're going to fuck this guy up, like they tried doing with Joe Rogan. Yeah. They, they got him for misinformation. Then that didn't go anywhere. So they decided to get him for being racist. And the guy is definitely not racist. Right. But I know. they paint him that way. It's like once they, you have that target on you, they're fucking vicious. They're vicious. And it's like, well, at what point are you starting to bully the person that you're accusing of being that bully? And it's crazy, man. It's, it's a crazy world where it doesn't really make sense and you can't make sense of it. Uh, but I think so long as you're a good person and you treat everyone with respect, um, then you should be all right, I think. I think. That's probably going to change, but at the moment you should be all right. I've lost your um I lost your mic. I can't hear you. There we go. Okay, sorry about that. You're yeah, right. no, I um I hundred percent agree. Like um and there's only like a handful of comedians nowadays, like Ricky Gervais, Dave Chappelle, Rogan, um, that are probably too big to be cancelled and are happy with just saying whatever they want uh, if it's in the form of a joke but you know not everyone's afforded that kind of luxury but like you said yeah if you're a good person um you know you have no ill will you just want to have a laugh or um whatever it be just have your own opinion then you, you should be fine but you know who knows nowadays but i, th I think like it's encouraging to see it. it's probably hopefully swinging a little bit we need to get rid of that like that cancel culture is toxic it really is like it's ruined people's lives like you have someone who's who's successful for many, many years and it just destroys their life. Like there's so many of them. You could list them, the amount of people that have been cancelled over the years. Like only if, like two years ago, they tried cancelling Eminem. Yeah. Uh, which again, <laughs> one of those people that you can't cancel, right? But it's like, that guy's been around for like 20 years and he's been the exact same like from day one. Like why do you have an issue with him now? And what he's saying now that you're upset about isn't even a quarter of bad as the shit he used to say back in the day. So it's same as South Park. I don't know how South Park's still going. It, uh, it's incredible. I know, I know. And it's like, but that, that, that's the thing. It's, uh, you know, what we're going to do in fucking 20, 2010 or something, you know, like that, that's, that seems to be the case all the time. It's like, no one's perfect. Everyone's, you know, Joe Rogan's had over, you know, however many hours of content of a three hour podcast, he's not going to slip up and say something that he probably regrets saying like everyone, everyone makes a, a mistake. You shouldn't be, uh, it shouldn't be. That's it. He said one thing and, and we need to write him off. We can't have a platform anymore. Like um, it's just stupid to me. And the idea of um, people don't deserve to have a platform or, you know, you're saying this, so you don't deserve to, it's there. If you don't like it, just tune out don't look at it it's not it's not for you you know what i mean so it, it the way the way that it's going is that people people just have the want the right to not be offended and it's not that's not how it works it's it's pretty stupid yeah and everyone deserves a platform as i said unless you're intentionally like if you're an evil like you're just going out there and just because you've got that much hate inside you that you want to just share that hate with the world and you hate everyone that doesn't look like you and act like you then maybe you don't deserve a platform if that's your your only intention but it's it's crazy, and I don't, I don't see it stopping. That's the problem. I can't see an end to this. Like they're too far in now, 
and there's so many policies yeah, but, and guidelines that that protect it, and it's just it's going to be very difficult. Yeah, but then that's the thing because you're uh, like with your channels and and even even me to an extent, and like I'm I'm probably um, don't delve into like a lot of the the news side of things, but um, like we're on Instagram, uh, TikTok, YouTube. Um, these are like these aren't our own platforms, you know, we're still subscribing to their rules, um, which change all the time. And they've de-platformed people. Twitter's de-platformed people. Like, so it's, um, like you said, we don't kind of have, you don't have control over that, which is, which is kind of a bad thing. I know you try and like combat that with like having a Patreon or, um, you know, Telegram, but, um, you know, that they, that that's a factor as well. Like censorship's massive. Um, and, I think I saw Andrew Schulz talking about it recently. It's just like, you know, if you're if you're a comedian or you're just like, you shouldn't be for any type of censorship. Yeah. Oh, I hope I got that. Comedians have always crossed the line as part of what they do. And most of them are good people that'll do anything for anybody. They're not evil. They've got no um, ulterior motive. They're just trying to make people laugh. And, you know, that's something that I think that will be missed. Like at some point, people are going to wish that censorship didn't get to this level because it's going to change entertainment forever. Um, but yeah, man, it's good to see you. So you've been over in the U S for ages. I want to speak about that as well before we jump off. Yeah. 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 We, um, me and my brother did, um, about, it was about a three week trip, but it probably looked like it was longer because we were posting on, uh, on Instagram and, and TikTok for a bit, but, um, fun trip, man. Yeah. It was, um, it was just a good good change of pace because you know we've been in Sydney the last two years, not not being able to do much in and out of lockdown restrictions and stuff. So we kind of jumped at the chance of um, leaving leaving the country and just having a bit of a holiday. Uh, while I had to, we both had our like work breaks, so um, yeah, we we just caught a lot of NFL games, caught a couple NBA games, and spent New Year's over there. Had a big one, went down to Vegas, so. We kind of lapped it up while we can, so we don't know if we'll ever be allowed out again. Who knows? What was that? So there's one place I want to go is the US, but so you went to New York. I remember you've been in New York, Vegas, Florida. I think you had a Florida as well. Yeah, Florida and Texas, yeah. What was it like, the difference between Texas, Florida, compared to New York? Mate, uh, I was in Texas for two days because we caught a Dallas Cowboys game there, and then we went out to Fort Worth the next day, which is like kind of like outback Texas, and then uh, Florida as well. Well, pretty similar. Like they uh, they don't care. It's it's very like it's it's almost like it's a mindset. They choose to ignore everything, whether it's like you know masks or um, COVID in general. No one talks about it. No one talks about case numbers. Nothing. It's like um it's just completely non-existent and then that's the way they kind of um combat it it's it's funny because everyone's out at the clubs everyone's out at games it's not even talked about there's no like cause for concern it's only it was um it was like a crazy and it was actually kind of you know it felt like going back in time to 2019 where things were kind of normal that that's what it really felt like and then getting off a plane to new york um where you got to go into a you know a subway or as in like, or, you know, Maccas and show your Vax card or, and show your, um, you know, you got to be wearing a mask indoors everywhere. It's just like you're, you're, they're in the same country and just have it two completely different 
like you know rules and restrictions it's like it doesn't really make sense but yeah i don't i don't know it's uh big contrast did you find the people in florida and texas happier than the people in new york i'd have to imagine they would be 100 percent. obviously the weather's a bit better it was pretty it's more fun like um they yeah it's uh, the way i could best describe it is like it was just like being like living life before that there was a pandemic and then you go to new york and it's like okay i gotta get get gotta show all my credentials i've got to show um you know i've got to wear a mask everywhere um it's just yeah it's just it's just it's a hassle and um yeah that there was a just a massive like massive difference between the two you get, would you go back to the us again yeah 100 percent. i i i i liked it there i loved it in florida there's, there's so much to do there like big teams um, for content, it's fun. Americans are just, you know, they're funny. They love Aussies. Yeah. I, I would definitely go back um, if, if if I can down the line, if I'm ever afforded that. It's so big, man. Like when you say to someone, I want to go to the US, it's like, where? Like, it's huge. There's so, many, yeah. there's so many cities that have, there's so much history there where, you know, you might want to look at this landmark, that landmark. And man, like to have a good trip to the US, you'd have to go for months. You'd have to, you couldn't do it in anything yeah. under a month. It is massive. It is Like we crammed a lot in. And we did like four states, but yeah, it's it's huge. You got to do it, yeah, at least a month if you want to travel everywhere. But yeah, it's uh, everything is everything is bigger and better. I mean, like LA is very run down. We did a, like a couple of days in LA. That place is like not what it used to be. Every, a lot of homeless, and it's um, you know, the streets kind of reek of of marijuana, and it's very like run down and dirty. Like even you ask people just in LA, you know what? It doesn't it, it's not what it used to be that's what they say or it's like it's very people that are like tourists there just go yeah it's probably my least favorite place in america at the moment it's um yeah it's it's not a nice place to be la but vegas is vegas is still pumping yeah vegas is, everyone wants to go to vegas at least once because it's incredible there because like right in the middle of the desert right just it's all desert they're just sitting yeah. in the middle of it yeah, it's not, yeah nevada and it's just like this one main strip casinos all night doesn't sleep um and then yeah there's nightclubs entertainment everywhere stand up um concerts all these artists with residencies there it's yeah it's pretty full on i was waiting for the um area 51 video i've seen a a few of my mates went there a few years ago and they um went over to vegas and it must be close i know it's somewhere it's probably not that close in and around so fast but it's in around there somewhere and um a few of the boys made videos and watched the, the fucking ute come down off the hill and start following them and shit is crazy, man. Shit. But yeah, it's full on over there. But uh, anyway, man, I'll let you, uh, about now, yeah, I'll let you go, but it's been a pleasure, man. What's, uh, what's coming for you for the rest of the year content wise? Mate. Um, I don't know. Being back in, back in Australia, man, I'm just kind of getting, um, get, getting back to what I was kind of doing with like, you know, skits and interviews, like those TikTok kind of interviews. I've been doing a lot of like uh, stand up more recently um, at venues now that we're kind of back open and I've uh, been emceeing weddings. So yeah, just kind of going to continue, you know, just putting out, putting out content and having fun with it. So um, you're doing stand up, yeah. you said? Yeah. Yeah. I, I did it a, a, a quite a bit like uh, pre pre lockdown. And then once lockdown here, you know, the rooms were kind of dead and stuff like that, especially open mics, but um yeah i've been getting getting back into it um pretty pretty heavily so having a bit of fun with it yeah man i'll have to come and um check it out one day when you go let me know and i'll come for sure yeah 100 
All right, John, I appreciate it, man. Thank you very much. No worries. Thanks for having me, mate. Appreciate Thanks, it. Mate. Take care. See you, mate. See ya.